Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Live from the Fast Sign Studio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. You got that idiot at the copy shop to lie for it? Did you just call me a freak? Do you have anything else? How about a fresca? For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis. Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky. 204 in the PM on a weekday means you are listening to the show with Leo and Balky today featuring with t- today now with more Alex Thomas <laughs> on the show. Um, Leo has the day off today in preparation for our big Saturday and in preparation for our big Packers game on Sunday. Uh, the show with Leo and Balky is brought to you by Fast Signs of Appleton. You can check out all of its products at FastSigns.com slash 267. They're also on Instagram and Facebook, FastSignsAppleton. Increase your company's visibility and reach more customers by adding a new sign from FastSigns. Certainly was a banner first hour. We talked a little bit about how the Bucks are somehow going to try to have to squeeze out another win tonight without the services of Holiday, Middleton, Connaughton, Atetokounmpo, Ingles, you know, pretty much everybody on the perimeter. <laughs> Half their roster, um, essentially. But yeah, hopefully Jagad Carter can save him <laughs> once again. That's we we shall see. It. And and like I don't want to like you because know, Brooke Lopez is pretty awesome that that game too. And Marjan Bochamp was was really good too. So there there are other guys that that can step up and did step up against Oklahoma City. That game is uh, slated for a seven o'clock tip tonight. Plus we got a chance to catch up with Tex Western. All the analysis that you need to get ready to watch that Green Bay Dallas game on Sunday. Uh, in case you missed it, the podcast will be up at thescorewi.com or anywhere you get podcasts, probably within the next, I don't know, 75, 90 minutes or so. Uh, coming up in our number two, uh, the sports, uh, the show on the score sports menu brought to you by the Hawks Nest at 1621 Main Street in Little Shoot. Don't forget the fish fry that's going on as we speak. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, going on, Jace, uh, beg your pardon, Tom Field Trio is about five and a half hours away from playing with their special guest there tonight, Jason Allwart. Uh, that's tomorrow at 7.30. And uh, don't forget, the Glamour and Grace Jewelry Show, less than 24 hours away. That starts at 11, goes all the way to 5. Free breakfast Saturday, free breakfast Sunday, and, of course, the Green and Gold Potluck coming up at 3.25 on Sunday as well. Hawks Nest bringing you our number two's menu. The Game Day Sports Bar score poll is coming up here in just a minute. And then we'll also get to uh, some kicking it at Kinnick. We'll uh, preview the Iowa-Wisconsin game. We'll tell you what we're watching for. It's crazy to think, with a win, the Badgers can become bowl-eligible and still stay in the race in the Big Ten West. And we will wrap things up talking about those Badgers with Marcus Path on Off the Beaten Path, asterisk, scroll down, (laughs) asterisk says Marcus may or may not be on the show today. (laughs) We shall see. Uh, Alex, the the thing I wanted to bring up with you is your – Fighting the line. Yes. It looked like they had this division wrapped up 
and then they lose to Michigan State, and they still have to play Michigan yet. Yep, they play Purdue this weekend. I think that's the game. If Illinois beats Purdue, I think the uh, the fast track for them to get to Indianapolis is basically set for them just because they have that loss buffer and they have the tiebreaker over everyone in the division except for Northwestern. There is, but, but, but. Yes, but go ahead. What, what, what if there are multiple teams tied? Well, they have tiebreaker. They have tiebreaker over every one of them. Okay, but if I understand that, but it, you wouldn't use a head to head tiebreaker if three teams are tied, right? Uh, I mean, if they beat all those three teams, I would think maybe unless maybe it's it, maybe it's by the the other division. If that's the case, then Illinois screwed because there is a very good chance that they go zero and three against the East and six and zero against the West. Isn't that crazy? The the difference between those two divisions is is mind boggling. Uh, have you looked at the spread in the Purdue Illinois game tomorrow? I have. I know Illinois is a favorite, but I don't know by how much to be honest. Six and a half. Yeah. So they should win that game. Well, and, and if and I will, I'll, I'll agree with you there too. I mean, if if Illinois wins tomorrow, even if they lose at Michigan, they they definitely. I would much rather be them than any other Big Ten West team. Regardless of what happens to but Wisconsin and Illinois. If they if they lose if they do lose tomorrow or Wisconsin the, and Iowa, your part. Yeah, Sorry. If, if they if they if Illinois loses tomorrow, the, the doors are open for whoever wants to represent yeah. the West in Indianapolis. That is just that's a fact. Yeah. That's when the bells are sounding and uh and apocalypse is coming. What what was the the, the you're not a comic book movie guy that the end of the uh, was a Justice League when Lex Luthor was saying the bells already rung? And they're coming when Superman was dead and and uh, Apocalypse and, and Steppenwolf are bringing their armies to take over Earth. Uh, the bell will be ringing. There we go. The rest of the Big Ten West. If I, Illinois drops that game. Tomorrow. I, I can be honest. I have not. I do not know that reference. I'm just being straight. Straight. Yeah, that's right fine. You, you don't have to. I think most normal people, <laughs> more, most well adjusted people to society don't know that reference. You're, you're that's adjusted. Fine. You're well Come on. Yeah, maladjusted, I think, would be the, the right term. The uh, So we'll probably watch that, some of that game together tomorrow then, right? Uh, the Wisconsin-Iowa game? Absolutely. No, 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 Purdue-Illinois. Uh, that is an 11 a.m. kickoff, so probably right. yeah, so, may, probably the fourth quarter, I'd say, yeah, around there. There you go. Yeah, well, when, when, I mean, I'll have my when, gear on, so. When you are all buying a celebratory drinks when Illinois has basically clinched the Big Ten well, West. I'm not going to do I, I Listen. <laughs> I've seen some crazier things. I will not be buying celebratory beers for everyone there. I, I know my limits, and I know just because they if they win tomorrow, that doesn't mean anything. They can lose to to Northwestern. It can happen. It's true. It's uh, although I I don't think it's very likely. No, I agree. Um, let's get into uh, the game day sports bar score poll from yesterday. Now I can't remember. Did you vote on this one or not? I did not. The, the... I did not. Okay. All right. So I'm bringing it up right now. What we have, uh, what we had on the on the game day sports bar score poll for Thursday was, and now I don't have it. Oh, here it is. I'm I'm an idiot. I've got what it. will Jonathan yeah. Abrams' role be for the Packers this season? Will it be he starts over Darnell Savage? Mm. Will it be he's just depth at safety and perhaps some special teams work? Or he's going to be cut soon enough. Alex, how would you vote on this? <laughs> I don't think they're going to cut him because of how much they're paying him to be on the team. I believe he's getting paid over a million dollars for eight games with Green Bay. So they're not going to cut him. I think this is a depth piece uh, with the potential to start over Savage and just that that high-risk, high-reward type situation with Abram. So I'm going to say depth at safety and special teams. 
Yeah, and that is uh, what the score squad said as well. 50% of the score squad saying he's going to be depth at safety and special teams here at Tex Western talking about how this could open the door for Darnell Savage yeah. playing more in the slot going forward if, if Abram proves himself worthy as a safety. Uh, 50% saying depth at safety, special teams. 31% saying he's going to start over Darnell okay. Savage. And then 19% saying he will be cut soon enough. Mm, uh, moving on up. to today's game day sports bar score poll. What happens in Sunday's Cowboys-Packers game at Lambeau Field? Alex Thomas, here are your choices. You are killing me with these selections because now I'm going to sound like an idiot. Go ahead. Why? Because I'll, I'll give you my rationale. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Because it goes against your prediction. Correct. By one point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here are your choices. Green Bay wins in a squeaker. Dallas wins in a nail-biter. Dallas wins by four to nine points. Or Dallas wins in a blowout, and I'm – I'm considering 10 points and above as a blowout wow. here. Then I'm going to say a Dallas blowout, as crazy as that is. Once again, I don't think it's crazy because, once again, you are in the majority wow. here. 53% you of the serious? squad saying that Dallas wins this game in a blowout. Wow. Now, I think what's that's not surprising to me. What's, what's more surprising, you know what number two on the list is? Green Bay wins in a squeak. No kidding. 33% of the score squad saying that they, so that's, that's like 80, what yeah. is that? 86% of yeah. everybody right there. And then you have 13% saying Dallas wins by uh four to nine. Uh, nobody has voted for Dallas, for Dallas in a nail biter, a nail biter wow. at all. Okay. So I, I guess it's either going to be uh green, green, according to the score squad, Green Bay wins in a close one or Dallas wins in a blowout. If you want to influence that poll and vote yourself, you can do so at twitter.com slash the score WI or the score WI.com. So with, now, with that now, logic, now hold on. What, what was your, what was your, what was your prediction on the score? 27, 17. Yeah. So that is a blowout. Yeah. So that, that was, that's not a blowout. 10 points. If 10 points is a blowout, then the Packers. I'm going to be honest with you, Alex. You've seen this Packers offense. 10 points is a blowout that's... because they're, they are not coming okay. back from a 10 okay. point okay. deficit. Hold the phone. So you're telling me when they lost to Buffalo by 10, that was a blowout? Come on. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, right now, if the Packers. No, I, I lose... agree. Okay. I agree. So, With like, their offense, 10 points is it's equivalent to, to losing by like 30 points. It's like Brewers baseball. Once they get down by three, it's like being down by nine. I, I, I would I would spin it in a positive way and say, you know what it's like? It's like those the Mike Kelly, Andy Kowski, Mark Vershaw, Kirk Penny, uh, who am I forgetting here? Roy Boone. Kirk Penny. Great um, those rep. those great those great <laughs> Badgers teams. John um John Lord. Oh, who was the John Bryant. John oh, Bryant. John Bryant. No, this was this was way this was God, when did those get? This was like twenty some years ago, when when Dick Bennett took over, and and he just like, all right, guys, we're just not going to screw up on offense, and we're going to defend the hell out of the basketball, <laughs> and and that and that's what they did, and and the thing was, if you got down by like six or seven points to that Wisconsin team, you were really down by like fifteen or yeah. sixteen, because they just they they played such tight defense. I remember. That was the year I actually – that was the first time I ever went to the NCAA tournament. And I went to it in Milwaukee. Okay. And one of the teams I got to see in Milwaukee was uh, the 16th-seeded Mount St. Mary's. Oh, Mount St. Mary's, were, yeah. Yeah. They were taking on the one one seed and I believe overall seed in the tournament, Michigan State Spartans. Okay. That was Mateen Was that 2000? That was 2000, the year they won it then. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mateen Cleaves, I think – was Andre Patterson was their power forward? I can't remember. Um, they Good had team. Charlie Bell, I think, was on that team. Um, uh, Morris Peterson yeah. was on that team as well. 
And um, I remember that the Badgers played the Spartans tough. I can't remember if they played them three times or four times that year. But I remember they played them tough in at least two of the games. And then they met in the final four, in the semifinals that year. And, um, and when they met, I remember it was like people were just – thank God we didn't have Twitter back then because people were just going crazy on, on the internet and sports, sports talk shows. Like this is a horrible brand of basketball. I can't believe um, this is what I'm watching in the Final Four. The NCAA should be embarrassed by this because Wisconsin and Michigan State – like everybody remembers Michigan State for that because they were really super talented with a lot of um, highly recruited guys. But they defended. I mean, yeah. nearly is not as good as Wisconsin, but nearly as good as Wisconsin. And I think I think the score at half of that game, I'd have to look it up. It was I, something like twenty to eighteen. I got it. Or right something here. like that. I got it right here. Uh, the final of what, the what? of the the final four game. Yeah, I have the I have the finals for all four of the all four times they played Wisconsin okay. that year. Oh, so, so they did play four times. They that pl- year. so they played Wisconsin. Michigan State played the Badgers four times from February twelfth. To April first, that's Isn't a that lot. Crazy. So it's like they, a month and a half, and you're playing the same team four times. They won There's baseball teams that don't even do that. <laughs> they won at Wisconsin, sixty-one, sixty-four. Two games okay. later, they played Wisconsin in East Lansing. They won fifty-nine, forty-four. Then they okay. played them in the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament, where they won fifty-five to forty-six, uh-huh. and then in the final four, fifty-three to forty-one. Yeah, and, and it was just crazy because I I remember the scoring opened up a little bit in the second half, but like the first half was just I mean it was blood and guts, black and blue basketball. I mean it was Big <laughs> Ten basketball, man. It was great, um, but a lot of people hated it. Um, so Michigan State beat Wisconsin all four times they played that year. All huh? four times, yep. All Unbelievable. Four. By almost except for the home game by double digits too. Yeah. They were a great year. team. They were yeah. a really, really good team. I remember who did Michigan State play in the championship game that year? Florida. Because I remember they who was it? I'm sorry. Florida. They played the game. Florida. And and I, Mateen Cleaves hurt his ankle late in that game. And um and then everybody's like, oh my God, are they gonna be able to close him out without Cleaves? And then Cleaves came back in. And I think it's one of those things where it's like you have a sprained ankle, then you just tighten up the shoe. Make sure the swelling doesn't go crazy. Are you, you can sure? P- try to play on it. Are you sure you saw Michigan State in the tournament that day? Because they were they didn't play in Milwaukee that year. It no, doesn't, not, it doesn't matter. Oh, they didn't. They did not. No, they played in Cleveland. Maybe yeah, they, maybe it was ninety nine then. Yeah, it's possible. No one cares. It could have been <laughs> could have yeah no no one cares. no one cares. Um, you know now that I think of it, I think it was ninety nine, not two thousand. Okay. That nobody cares. We, do, literally we just completely butchered that segment. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how we got getting on we, the we went from Cleves for God's sakes. Jesus. Yeah, we you, you yeah you you uh, listen to the show at Balky. Come for the game day sports bar score poll on the Packers <laughs> and stay for when Balky saw Mateen Cleves play in person. That's you. You won't get it anywhere else. Uh, you won't get this anywhere else too. As as I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as I, I, I brought this up in the in the first hour, I want to bring it up in the second hour. And of course, my computer is not cooperating. There is an incident going on in De Pere right now um, or just outside De Pere, I should say, uh, as far as the um, the your hurling Clark law firm traffic update goes. Yeah, I got, I got, like I got disab- you, Balky. You got it. Yep, Thank I got God. you. Uh, there's a disabled vehicle on I-41 North about a mile beyond County Road F and Shoring Road. Uh, the right shoulder is blocked there. Uh, that was from this morning, though, so it, that's not 100% verified whether that is still ongoing. But uh, if you're driving on I-41 Northbound, just uh, proceed with caution near Green Bay.
What is 100% verified is we're talking Badgers and Hawkeyes in the battle at Kinnick that's going on in Iowa City tomorrow. That's up next on the show with Leo and Balky featuring Alex Thomas. We'll be back shortly. Stick around. Get ready to dance, score squad. If, uh, if you do, you could be winning $500. Former Cincinnati running back Icky Woods, who we all remember for doing the Icky Shuffle after he scored touchdowns, he wants to see your best version of his famous dance. Just upload a video, take the video of yourself doing it, or get somebody to, to take the video for you, and then upload it uh, on thescorewi.com. You go on thescorewi.com, there's a thing you click, and boom, you can upload it right at that link. Uh, we'll pick the top 10 best ones we see and they will win and instantly win a $50 Stone Toad Barn Grill gift card. And you will also win an invitation to go to the Stone Toad Barn Grill in Menasha on Sunday, December 18th, when the Green and Gold is not playing, to perform the dance in front of Icky Woods himself. The first place winner, judged by Icky Woods, will get $500. You can upload your Icky Shuffle now at thescorewi.com. in the p.m., and you're listening to the show with Leo and Balky featuring Alex Thomas today. Hey, we uh, we gave him a little bit of love in the uh, first hour. Let's give the OG version of Tanner's Grill and Bar a little love here in the second hour. Get over to Tanner's Grill and Bar in Kimberly today for happy hour. You can stick around Friday Night Fish. Obviously, you can watch a, a little Milwaukee basketball tonight, mm, perhaps, um, going on. <laughs> Uh, Tanner's menu also includes steaks, burgers, wraps, salads, and my favorite, really Alex's favorite too, the pizza. It's the best. See its full menu and upcoming events on its website, tannersgrillandbar.com, or on its Facebook page. Stop by Tanner's and find out for yourself. That's Tanner's Grill and Bar over at 730 South Railroad Street in Kimberly. And uh, don't forget to take the Tanner's bus up to Green Bay for the Green and Gold game this weekend when they take on America's team. Or is that trademarked? Can I not say America? No, that's team? A, that's trademark. It's probably the uh, the Dallas football team or the the blue, Dallas professional football team. blue and silver professional football team, yeah. whichever one. When the green and gold take on the blue and silver <laughs> in Green Bay, Wisconsin, this weekend. I don't know if you can uh, say Green Bay. <laughs> uh, no, I can say Green Bay. I have to be able to say if we can't say Green Bay, what are we doing here? Uh, don't forget that um, when you are drinking fat tire at, at Tanner's. Now through December, a portion of each one sold will go to the local Toys for Tots. Great program that they have going Love on. Love that brewery. Over it's at, great. Uh, yep, absolutely. Um, and uh, if you are a veteran, uh, if you're served or are currently serving, stop in at Tanner's uh, today and get a free meal on them. Home of the free because of the brave. That's Tanner's Grill and Bar, 730 South Railroad Street in Kimberly. I think we hashed out the whole um, uh NCAA tournament kerfuffle. Yes, I think we did. I we think, had so we found out that I, I was at square. the ninety nine the ninety nine game uh, uh, in March. March of ninety nine was at the Bradley Center. Uh, they, Michigan State did not win it that year. It was indeed uh, UConn. Khalid Alamine, mm. Richard Hamilton, it's a good, Ricky it's a good, Moore. Good Remember Ricky Moore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Very a guy that, that nobody talks about anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, they beat Duke in the national championship game. Uh, the Elton Brand. Trajan Langdon led Duke team. William Avery was a freshman on that team that year. I remember, God, they're going to be loaded. And then he went to the draft. I think he was one of the first few guys um, that only played one year under Coach K. And he went to the draft after that. And obviously it didn't amount to much in the pros. Didn't Elton Brand, wasn't he a one and done too? 
I don't think Brand was, was he? I thought he was. Maybe, no, he played may, two years. Maybe he, he played, played two. two. Okay. All right. Confirmed. Confirmed. He did play yeah. two years. I couldn't remember if he, he was to... one or two. Nonetheless. Now, he was the first overall pick in the 99 draft. Yep. Do you know who picked him? Uh, that, was the, one overall? that was the Clippers. No, it was not. Oh, gosh. Why would I? I thought Wrong it was the conference. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I actually I... forgot this myself until I, I felt, just looked I, it up. I, I felt really confident about that, too. They Does are in play... the Bucks division. He pl- Really? Cleveland? Yeah. No, Chicago. No, it wasn't Chicago. The Chicago Yeah, Bulls. that's right. Yeah. I yeah, forgot absolutely. about that. Yeah, um, that's right. We, uh, let, I'll tell you what. We can talk college, college. It's great that college basketball is back. We can keep talking about uh, college basketball forever. But let's do a little college football yes, here on Football Daily. Remember to get your loan from the place that you own. Community First Credit Union together will find a way. The Wisconsin Badgers are taking their talents to Iowa City to kick it at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, tomorrow. It is going to be a fascinating comparison of two pretty talented ground games, right? Um, Wisconsin's had a pretty potent attack, mm-hmm. and Iowa has, you know, after a slow start to the season, Iowa's had their ground game uh, really pick up, too. So, which team, Alex Thomas, do you think rushes the ball better? Is it going to be Wisconsin against that tough Iowa front seven, or is it going to be the Hawkeyes? It's a great question. Um, I would say if I if if I had to pick one, I would lean Iowa. Um that Iowa defense, I'm not kidding you, it's probably a top 20 at the very least defense in the country. They held this Ohio State team, that high-powered Ohio State team, at halftime to 150 total yards. I know it's just one half, and the score will not indicate it, but their defense is about as good as it gets. Um, I think the Badgers I'll, are going. I think the Badgers are going to struggle running the football. They're going to have to air it out. Go ahead, Balky. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this too. Um, Wisconsin last week against Maryland, 46 rushes, 278 yards. And Maryland is pretty good. Defensively yes, they are. They are de- defending the run. However, Iowa is elite. Yes, they, they are, are allowing 2.6 yards per carry, less than 95 yards rushing a game. And again, if, if they can't run the ball, then it's going to have to be a Graham Mertz show and Mertz while he's been good lately. In fact, he's been one of the best quarterbacks yes, in the big has. 10, not probably the best quarterback in the Big Ten, not named C.J. Stroud mm. over the course of the season. It, he has not had a good track record against Wait, Iowa. Are, Two games, just, he's 31-60 for 273 yards, a touchdown, and a pick, Alex. Are you talking about Graham Mertz for the season or these past couple of games? I want to verify uh, that. Kind of. I mean, if you look at statistically. I, he is I'm, not the top three been, quarterback in the conference this year. Not named C.J. Stroud, I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm saying as in the whole conference, he's not top three, in my opinion. What? No, who's better? Well, obviously, uh, Stroud is one. I got to go through my quarterbacks. I, I, I got to think about this now. Well, while, well, okay, you go through that. But obviously, the turnovers uh, is, is going to be obviously crucial. Wisconsin is plus six on the year. Iowa's plus three on the year. Remember, the Badgers, I think, are either tied for first or second nationally with 15 interceptions. John Torchio, we found out, is not coming back to the program next year. Uh, he already has five. Uh, Iowa's picked off passes 10 times this year, and both quarterbacks have at least thrown a half dozen interceptions. The last time these two teams played in Madison last year, uh, Iowa had three fumbles. UW didn't turn the ball over uh, at all, and the Badgers got up 20 to nothing in that game. Um, Anytime you're talking about two talented defenses and two uh, talented ground games, the battle for field position is obviously going to be big. So who was ever able to control that is is probably going to have the advantage. 
Um, over, you know, we don't we don't talk a whole lot about the Iowa offense versus the Badgers defense, but Spencer Petrus uh, at this at, at several times during the course He's of the season, Spencer has, Putrid this season, Spencer Putrid, yeah, and and uh, their main uh, passing threat once again, surprise, surprise, it's Iowa, it's a yes. tight end, Sam Laporta. So obviously, the, the two guys you got to stop here are Caleb Johnson, who's uh, the tailback. And you got to stop Sam Laporta, who I, you know, anytime I think about Iowa Hawkeyes football, man, I have nightmares about the tight end running free in the secondary, which could happen again tomorrow. I have my um, Big Ten quarterback power okay. rankings. Yeah, please ready. go ahead. Go so ahead. number one, obviously C.J. Stroud. He has been no he, he's been the best quarterback in the conference. I think that's fair. Number two, I'd probably say is uh, um, uh, how do I say his first name? Uh, two is it two. Taula, Talia, 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 Talia. to his brother. He, I, I think he has been the second best quarterback in the conference. He's been phenomenal this season. Uh, I, I'd probably put C- Cade McCarthy, or excuse me, J, not Cade, Cade McCarthy, JJ uh, McNamara. I would put, or I am really butchering this, JJ McCarthy as the number three quarterback in the conference. I know he's a, a freshman, but he has been so good for Michigan, and he has been exactly what Michigan needs. He doesn't turn the football over. He's very good. I think that's your top three. Um, Graham Mertz is, is definitely top five. I, I will I will agree with that, but not top three. I think it's Sean Clifford and then, uh, and then Graham Mertz, in my opinion. All right, well, he, he is second in the conference in touchdowns. I will say that. No, and for, that's for and that's Mertz. that's a fact. I'm just talking about overall play, like when you factor in interceptions and and how the, and the team's well, production okay, with I mean, wins. Okay, in that case, Mertz is third in passer rating in the conference. He's ahead of Tunga Vailoa. He's ahead of Devito. He's ahead of Tanner Morgan, Sean Clifford. He's ahead of all those guys. Yeah, I, I, Look, it's I, it's again, fine. Maybe we're just picking it this again. Year. It's just, my point is is this version of Graham Mertz this year has been has been really really been good, good compared he's, to what he's we've been seen. very yeah. good. I agree with that. All right, so let's get to it here um, as we go ahead and give you. We'll set the scene on this game. Uh, pre-game coverage of this uh, of this uh, matchup between the Badgers and Hawkeyes will begin at 12.30 tomorrow yep. afternoon on 103.5-1063 WHBY. Slated for a 2.30 kickoff when the 5-4 and four Wisconsin Badgers go into Kinnick Stadium to take on the 5-4 and four Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, the total opened up at 35.5. It got Are up to 36.5. Yeah, it got up to 36.5. It is back down to 35.5. Leo, go ahead and guess that spread. 35.5. That is Big Ten football. It's not a lot of points, man. I not would, a lot of points. Okay, well then, obviously the spread has got to be pretty close. I'll say home point, or excuse me, home team usually gets three points. Iowa by two. Eh, we'll go ahead with Bruno and Willard on this All one. right. Leo was right. Leo was 100% right. Really weird line movement on this. So the Hawkeyes opened up at one and a half point favorites. Then for some reason, and I don't know why, but it flipped to the Badgers as one and a half point favorites. Huh. And now it's back to Iowa, one and a half point favorites. Oh my uh, gosh, that's gonna be fun. That doesn't make any sense at all. No, no, it does not. All right. So the other as long as we're we're not really gonna have time to to talk about them, um, but let's talk about the the Bruce City battle briefly. Yeah. That's going on tonight um down at the AF American Family Field. It's the Stanford Cardinal at the Wisconsin Badgers. Pre-game coverage of this game begins at 5.30 this afternoon, less than three hours away, on 103.5 and 106.3 WHBY. Um, now, I will go ahead and tell you that both of these teams 
are one and zero on the Stanford, season. Both these, I'm not sure who Stanford beat, but I know that they won their first game. Yes, yeah, they're both one and zero. So the one and zero Stanford Cardinal roll into Milwaukee to take on the one and zero Wisconsin Badgers. Total open on this at one thirty six and a half. It has fallen to one thirty three and a wow, half. That's, a, that's Leo. A go ahead and guess that spread. Uh, Badgers are favored. Uh, I'm going to guess the Badgers are the better team. Uh, Stanford, they're okay this year. Badgers by five. Ah, uh, Mrs. Balky. Uh. Why have I? I missed it again. Leo sucks. <laughs> and I might as well take over his job. Badgers opened up at four and a half point favorites. However, <laughs> it has fallen to three and a half. Oh. Badgers now three and a half point favorites against Stanford Cardinal tonight. Uh, programming note, I should bring this up. Uh, the, and you say, Balky, why don't you tell me what time pregame of the Bucks game starts uh, tonight on the score? It's because uh, it will not be on the score. On the score tonight, we will have West appear in Kakana. Yes. Now, does pregame begin at 6.30 or 7 o'clock that is six, for that that's high a, school? Yep, that's 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff right here on the score. West appear and Kakana, winner goes to, uh, to Camp Randall Stadium for a state championship. Go Ghosts, unless we have any West Tapir fans listening. <laughs> I'm sure uh, we do. Then, then in case, I just want both teams to have fun. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on here, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to get to a break. Any word from Marcus Path? He is out for today. He's out. That means fantasy football overtime is coming up next here on the show. We have precious few minutes to tell you a lot of stuff. Don't go anywhere. The show with Leo and Balky featuring Alex Thomas rolls on after this. I get asked all the time, Balky, what is the Fox City's premier storage facility? It is Minimax Storage. They rent storage units for residential and commercial applications. They have three separate storage facility locations in the Fox Cities uh, in Nina, Menashe, and Appleton. It's easy to find a storage unit close by for all your storage needs. Uh, if you want to do that, if you do have some storage needs and you want to uh, do get in business with either 2031, uh, 2341 American Drive in Nina or 7241 West Prospect Avenue in Appleton, give them a call at 920-730-730. 5500 that's 920-730-5500 the one in Menasha at 1820 bud drive give them a call 920-205-0869 that is mini max storage today so we'll do a little fantasy football overtime yes. on the show with uh with uh, myself and Alex Thomas. What did you think of that game last night? I know it was it was rainy, it was bad. I did not realize, I'll tell you this, we'll lead it off with this. Yeah. I did I, not realize how talented the Falcons ground. I knew it was good. I did not know it was that good. The Falcons? When you look at what they've done this season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I see what you mean. I see what you're saying. I thought you, yeah. I thought you were talking about how well they played last night. I'm like, Balky, what are you talking yeah, that about? Was, that was not great. I, if I were, you know what? Hindsight, if I would have known the weather forecast, I should have looked that up. And, and, well, uh, and, and it's it's all the hurricane rain yes. that, that's coming in, you know, and, and, and I didn't, I mean, I knew it was going to be rainy. I didn't think it'd be like a monsoon, which is what it, what it was. It, I mean, it, it, it was a pretty big impact to that game yesterday. It just sucks for people uh, that played Cordell, Cordero Patterson that played. Ugh, uh, Tyler, don't I know it? Uh, Tyler, uh, all, all guy. I mean, it, it was a tough, uh, it was a tough day, but you know what? If you had Drake London, you were very happy with that late touchdown that he got in that game last night. All right. So let's, let's go to Houston here. Cause I think, you know, trying to get this game right is going to be interesting. It's a positive game script for the pass catchers in Houston as most games yeah, for the Texans all are. are. <laughs> um, 
Nico Collins didn't have any full practices this week, but he also didn't miss any practices. Yeah. He's questionable. Now, this groin injury has had him on the shelf for like a month plus. I didn't I didn't cut him uh, at all, but but I think, again, when, when you're dealing with four teams on a bye week, I think he could be interesting, but I'm definitely not breaking ties in favor of him. Now, who I normally would break ties in favor of, Brandon Cooks is yeah. questionable for this game against the Giants. Now, again, limited practice all week. He was speaking to the media. Normally when players speak to the media, it means they're probably playing. Um, I thought the wrist thing was just not a real thing because he was just ticked off. He did tell reporters this week that he wanted to be traded to a winner. That didn't happen. And I thought once he realized that he had no outs here, he would just be playing. He's still, he's still questionable. Interestingly enough, he hasn't had more than six targets since week four. Wow. That's interesting. And, and Cooks is a guy I always thought was quarterback proof and offense proof and matchup proof. Not anymore, my friend. Um, Jarek McKinnon, questionable. This is a guy who led the Chiefs in touches over the last two weeks, and he's questionable for the game against the Jaguars. Why is this significant? Because he was downgraded from full to limited today, and that is never good. That's not especially good. Especially when, when, when he got the soft tissue injury of a hamstring added to the designation. That is not good. So now... I think you have to break ties in favor of whoever you were considering um, with McKinnon. I think you need to go that that direction. And obviously, Clyde Edwards-Alaire looks a little bit more appealing. I didn't tell you this. I should tell you this. This is a funny story. So last night, um, I have the NFL Network on for pregame okay. for the for the football game, and I'm I'm trying to get the kids in bed, and you know, because they had school today, obviously. And I have the TV on and in passing, you know, I'm going out to the kitchen. I'm refilling a water bottle for him, um, doing all this stuff. So then I get him in bed and I'm, I'm sitting down, I'm watching the game and I'm like, my God, it's, it's already eight minutes into this game. This is a fast moving game. And don't interrupt me on this hmm. because I know you're going to, you're going to figure out what happened. And I'm like, and the chiefs are already up three, nothing. This is crazy. Oh, Kadarius Tony catching a, a pass again. Another quick start for him two weeks in a row. And then I'm sitting in my chair and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think I played Clyde Edwards Alaire in any league and in my leagues. And so I go onto my onto the the website where I play most of my games on, and they have him listed at playing Jacksonville at noon on Sunday. I'm like, what is going on? What the hey? And then I realized I never changed the channel to Prime Video. Ah. And I had the NFL network replaying the Titans Chiefs game <laughs> from week nine. Crisis averted. Um, so yeah, so so it's it, this is good news for Edwards Alaire. I think that uh, Chase Claypool, according to Matt Eberflus, he's gonna have more packages available for him. So you could certainly flex him out. Nicole um, Hardman is out for for Kansas City. Alex, what do you think about Kadarius Tony as a flex this week? Uh, that's a great uh, that's a great option. Obviously, if you're gonna compare Kadarius Tony, I would uh, want to hear who you are comparing him with. Uh, if you had right. like a Kadarius Tony or a Nico Collins, that's a kind of a toss up uh, call there. Um, I think I'd go Tony in that. I think I would go case. Tony as well. Um, what about like uh, do 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 Christian? Well, I, you're probably not playing Christian Watson anytime soon, just because he he hasn't been able to to prove that he, he got, can stay he's on the He's field. one of those guys you got to show me first, and if yes. I miss his breakout game, I miss his breakout. Yep, game. I would agree. I, you know, Tony is one of those guys that I. You could make the argument to, especially with Hardman being out, he's probably going to get some of those packages that Hardman does get. I, I, I don't hate the idea of playing a guy like Tony, uh, just because of the the skill set that he has, and in that high powered offense in Kansas City, I, I I like the play. You're kind of talking me into it, Balky. 
Um, in Packers news, Aaron Jones practiced today, which is good. Remember, he had that ankle injury that he suffered against Detroit. Yeah. And if you look at his uh, his snap share, his workload, it's actually gone up over the last uh, few weeks with A.J. Dillon sort of not being MIA, but not being A.J. Dillon in capital letters like he was last year. Um, so I, I think that's that's good news not only for the Packers, but for Aaron Jones owners because you can deploy him out there. And uh, and the offense is probably going to, as Aaron Jones goes, so does the Green Bay Packers offense. I would agree. That's the way I'm reading. I would it agree right with now. that. It's just a, it's a conundrum there. Whether you, Aaron Jones is obviously Aaron Jones is going to get the the lion's share of the of the carries and the action in this Green Bay backfield, but I feel bad for people that drafted AJ Dillon way too early, just because you see the potential with the offense coming into the season and. He just hasn't been effective. I don't even know. Does A.J. Dillon have a touchdown this year? He might have one if he does. It's few and far between, and obviously it hasn't panned out for, for A.J. Dillon. He's one of those guys that I just – I don't know how you can start a guy like that right now. I get it. There's some bye week issues, but the Green Bay backfield, really this Green Bay offense, I don't know if there's one guy other than Aaron Jones that you have to start in fantasy football right now. Aaron Rodgers AJ, is he's not. Go ahead. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is not an auto start anymore. No, and in fact, he's been dropped in, in several of my yeah. leagues, too. Um, A.J. Dillon, let, let's take it back to September 11th, season opener. How promising was this for his mm-hmm. for his season? Ten carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown, and okay. five catches. Wow. Five catches, wow. dude. He's got 16 catches all season. He had wow. almost a third of them in the first game. Oh, my god! And that's the only game he scored a touchdown in, by the way, was that Vikings game. Has not scored yep. since week one. That's what I thought. I, has, couldn't, I couldn't remember if he scored since. I, I couldn't remember. He, he has topped 65 rushing yards once this season. Balky, what is the what is the one game this weekend that you're watching out for the most for fantasy football before we get to a Buffalo, break? Buffalo Bills and Minnesota Vikings. Um, really? Because, so now, did you bring this up? With with me off air about Josh Allen running away from the media. Today? Yes, that I did bring that up to you off the air. Yep. Okay, so so he gets in a limited practice today with that. We don't know if it's a UCL, but it's some sort of elbow injury. And uh, the media saw him practicing, and then when he noticed the media, he ran out after he found out that mm-hmm. the cameras were out there. No brace, no sleeve, but as you said, it was taped. Mm. Sean McDermott says he's hour to hour. I am not waiting until Sunday. I've already made my decision that I'm going to try to pick up a guy like Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. Probably not Stafford because I don't think he's going to play either. But a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I think um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is out there and because I don't believe he plays. Now, here's the question, Alex. The final question, we'll leave you with this. Mm-hmm. If you have Josh Allen, Do you play would him? you pick up Case Keenum and start him in for that high-powered Bills offense. Oh man, what time do they? Was that a noon game? That that buff that, that game is correct. Against? Okay, that's right. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I I think I would roll the dice with probably fifteen or maybe twenty more guys over Case Keenum. That's yeah, just and my the thing opinion. Is like it, it it comes to be like like obviously a super flex league or you got to start two quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. Then you yeah, then you're going to play but him, the, no doubt. The, but the the confusing one is single quarterback leagues. Now I am probably I'm with you on this. I'm probably not picking him up. This could be actually a big time Devin Singletary 
uh, uh, Naheem Hines, mm-hmm. James Cook game where they utilize the running backs a little bit more. But the issue with that is all three of those guys catch a lot of passes. So, the, you know, especially Hines, like his value is not rushing the football. It's catching the football. So I, I think we could see a lot of check down Charlie. Balky, Case Keenum on, on Ke- Sunday. Case Keenum or Aaron Rodgers right now? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. But it's not but um, it, It's not that. It's not that. It's a lot closer than it used to be further oh, than, yeah, than it 100%. used to be. Uh, 100%. In fact, this could be one of those things where I say Aaron Rodgers for sure today. Tomorrow I'm kind of like, eh, I don't Wait, know. Maybe, maybe I got to think this like, over. Yeah, it's Case Keenum. Pick up Case Keenum. I will say this before we go. I think the fantasy football game that has the most relevance for me is Jacksonville and Kansas City. It's going to be interesting. I mean, if, if Kansas City gets out to a big lead, could be ETN, could be Zay Jones, Evan Engram, yep. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence I'd play over, over Aaron Rodgers yep. and Case Keenum this week for sure. Um, all right, we, that has been Fantasy Football Overtime. We have to get to our final break, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we'll tell you what's coming up on the show right after us, Drew and KB. And we'll also tell you about what's coming up on our show on Monday. Drew, as he broadcasts Living the Outdoors live from Fleet Farm and get ready for the hunting opener this Wednesday, November 16th from 5 to 7 at Fleet Farm on West Wisconsin Avenue in Appleton. Wow, what a show. Oh, what a show is right. <laughs> I botched that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Typical Friday. Do it for, yeah, it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Um, that will do it for our show today. I want to thank um, uh, Tex Western for hopping aboard uh, the program. Leo Kuyper Jr. back in the studio on Monday. We'll also have Bill Scott with instant reaction from, well, not instant, but somewhat instant reaction, relatively instant reaction from that Packers-Cowboys game that yours truly. And, and Alex, are you at that game? Too? I will be there in a working capacity, so You're I'll working. be there. That's yeah. right. I'll yeah. be there, so Leo and I will be there. El Grande, Marty Kay, uh, all, all the luminaries. Uh, so we'll give our thoughts on that on Monday, as well as we'll talk about these uh, these new look bucks uh, as they are taking <laughs> on the Spurs uh, tonight without pretty much every stud on the roster, except for Javon Carter. Um, Van Pius from Drew Hoop will uh, join us to talk about that. Hey, don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear Drew and KB today. Uh, there's these rumors that are out there about Braylon Allen potentially wanting to transfer to oh, Michigan. Come on. Well, come who on. better to talk about it? Then Braylon Allen himself, Drew and KB, are going to be talking to Braylon Allen about that. That is coming up in just a minute here. Thank you, Alex Thomas. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. And thank you, Score Squad. Drew and KB is up next. We'll talk with you on Monday. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.